up, guys? This is the Ant Society Podcast. It's the show with Matt. James, what's up? James, what's up? Good. Scroll the rap page. Yeah, and then also my new episode is more people, so this is going to be good. Go to the rap page. Go to the rap page. Oh, What's up, guys? This is the Ant Society Podcast. It's the name of Matt. What's up? So good. Good. Feedback. No, again. So I want to be kicked this off with one that everybody has heard about. So, so good. I'm trying to find the rap page. You know what a uh, DMCA strike is? Oh, uh, there's. Okay. Uh, another uh, episode. Probably do another one after this. I think it's yeah. You just gotta pump me up. So, so, but so basically, so I wanted to kick this off with one that everybody has heard about. So they, so some, someone. Do you know what a uh, DMCA strike is? I can't remember. Uh, I've heard about it a little bit. At least I, I think that's how you, what it is. I think it's DMCA. Maybe I'm just being a moron and I'm saying it wrong. But so basically, so that fucks. It's like a copyright strike. YouTube and they, so some, someone, um, shit, what was his name? I can't remember. Snuck like, this into another bill. All right, so if you want to look it up, though, so a DMCA strike can so serve can become a felony. And for example, the Travis Scott song, so that fucks over Twitch. Yeah, you can get it. And it could, TikTok is completely screwed by it. That says a bill. So it's like, you want to look it up, though, so you can get the correct thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're playing, like, for example, even if it's in the background, if you're streaming on Twitch, and for example, a Travis Scott song pops up in the background, you can get a strike. On our stream. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So it's basically you can serve jail time now if you so much as even if you accidentally play a song in the background, like a split second of some big. The, I, the music industry's greed still oh, wow. continues to, to amaze me. So it's like, even if you're. You could be in, vlogging yourself somewhere and. Uh, <laughs> You know, like if they're playing a song on the speakers in the background, you could be completely fucked by that. That sucks though, because like uh, so many, there's so many people that remix music on live too. Yeah, there's a lot of DJs that are doing live shows too, and they also might not be like verified. Now, you know what I mean, so they were supposed to pass that a day or two ago, so I don't know if they actually did. We should look at that because TikTok could be screwed by it. Since it's filled with music, yeah. most of it's licensed. But still, I feel yeah, like it's. Then what, what does that look like for um, you know, smaller artists? Oh, the fuck. If you're using, like. If, if someone. Yeah, but uses, what if it's your own music? Can you get fucked by using your own shit, too? Like self produced? Yeah. You should be able to. As long as you completely self produced it and recorded it yourself, you should be fine. Um, I don't know enough about it to go into detail. Um, it's not my place to do that. But one thing I do know is that, like, if someone uses a free-for-profit or royalty-free beat for their song, and then someone else uses it and buys the rights to it, then if you're not aware of this and you get some sort of strike for it, even if you weren't aware of it, they can you can um, that can be a felony. That's bullshit. 
This, um, shit, this music shit is getting harder and harder. So like, there's not gonna be a lot of, a lot more artists doing the profit beat shit. I could be wrong, but they, that's also good on the creativity level. Yeah, I can't. You gotta come up with your own shit now. For all I know, like maybe it's it hasn't been passed. They were gonna pass it yesterday or the day before, so we have to look if it passed or not. Well, I don't know if it did, but if it did, that really does screw over like Twitch, for example. I don't think it's been passed yet. It doesn't look like it. Maybe not. But um, yeah, that's crazy. That's and the um, the guy who did it, I think his name's like Tom Tillis or something. He um, snuck it into another bill, so like he didn't even like announce it. I guess I don't know how to describe it, but you know what I mean. Like he was trying to be sneaky with that shit. So. Here, okay, I'm gonna read this off and I'm gonna give you the phone so you can look at this. Okay. Barack Obama shares his favorite songs from 2020. Oh shit, I saw that. Let's hear what's what what are some of these songs? Alright, so so, whoa, the first one is wild. Savage remix. Holy shit. By who? Megan Thee Stallion. With Beyonce. What else we got? Um let's see. Franchise. Travis Scott and Young Thug. Um, what else do we have here? This is looking good. Oh, Levitating, which is Dua Lipa and the baby. <laughs> there is no way. Let me see what else. These are his the favorite most, songs. I'm reading off the most bizarre ones. There is no way that the sun play. came out. Gonna. I'm just Barack. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that being the case. Okay, we got some realistic things. Bob, Bob Dylan, Bungie. Oh yeah, J Cole. That's an essential. Um, her is on there. Anderson Pack, Rick Ross, Mac Miller. Tons of great people on here. I'm kind of shocked that Mac Miller is on there at all. I I mean he's he's not irrelevant. Like his music is still popping. Oh yeah, but I'm saying like for Obama. <laughs> um, that kind of surprises me. Honestly, it doesn't surprise me that much, though, because it's like his, a lot of his music is more like soft sounding. Like, he has a lot of good shit. Yeah. Circles. He, he has all types of different songs. Like, you know, he ranges from. I don't even know. What did you call? I don't really know. He's very versatile. Yeah. So it's hard to box him in. He's got a mixed collection. It's very good, though. Who else do you think is like that? Oh gosh. I know a lot of people like that. I can think of several. <laughs> I mean, even someone who like is I don't know. Would you consider Juice World to be that way? Uh no, nah, it's a different type of thing. Yeah. Different type of thing. There's plenty, I'm sure. See, because they're both versatile in their own way. Like Matt Miller has a completely different way of doing things and a different sound but at the same time juice has like i don't know it's hard he has different rhyming styles yeah it's 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 a completely different it's a different style it's a different thing way it's okay i don't know how to explain it i can't put it into words but i i can feel it it's it's more of a feeling than just than words yeah but I don't know. I think it's very interesting. Music, music overall, overall is just, uh, 
I don't know. I thrive off the music. There's just so. I think the most fascinating thing about it is how much there is. There's so many. I don't even know what to call it. Like, so many different types of just sounds that people go for. And looking at all of the. I mean, see, this is hard to put into words, but looking at everything that people do is crazy. Like the amount of time people put into their work, even if it's songs that sound like extremely poppy and sound like ass, oh shit, you get a little battery. Yeah, but um, the crazy thing is though, is like it takes so much time and so much editing and so much work to make sure it's clean and to make sure it's nice and how the artist wants it to sound. Yeah. How they want to feel about it. And I think being a solo artist is like the best thing in the world to me. But it sucks because you don't get paid money. Really? It's all on you. In the end, I kind of always have said, like, screw labels. Right. I don't like labels either. But, you know, it's going to be crazy for, like, artists like me and you if we decide to continue, you know? um, It's going to be kind of crazy because... We don't know what it's going to be like in the coming years as far as shows go, as far as touring, as far as finding new ways to evolve and keep the music industry going. I mean, it's going to be kind of wild. So, yeah. I don't know. I would like to hear some some opinions of people that are listening on, uh, on my Instagram. So, if you go on my Instagram, at Ant Society, and at Dr. Simpson, no spaces. Go, just go comment. Just go comment on uh, Instagram and tell us how you feel. We like feedback on what we do. Yeah. Podcasts, I, I literally, my DMs are always open to feedback on music as well. Like, even if you absolutely hate it. Yeah, so <laughs> like, we're always open. We always want to know what you guys you know, want to say about the music and the podcast. And, you know. I like some negative feedback. Like, yeah, you know, some some negative feedback is real. You know I mean? Like if they tell me what I can fix, it makes it better, and it'll make them want to listen more. Um, I'm I'm open to it, and I'm also ready for anything. You know? And you can't please everybody, but as long as you don't fail to please anybody, you should be fine. Yeah, like personally, I think that it's cool to have all different types of music in your household. Like, I grew up, like, dancing and doing all types of stuff. And I found it, like, very nostalgic when I became, like, 12. Yeah. Because I was like, damn, like, no one's doing this anymore. No one's just rocking out in the living room and chilling like that. Mm -hmm. It was just a different vibe. Although, look at how much that, that, that has changed with time, though. Like, I don't know what music is going to be like next year or the year after. I'm... <laughs> I have a project planned for January that could get screwed yeah. so easily. Anything you release could get screwed. For sure. Like all these teasers I've been posting on my page with the frigging hashtag timeless could be for nothing if the industry crashes all of a sudden. It's sad. I hope that's not the case because I'm very proud of this body of work, but it's possible and I'm always ready for that. I'm just like trying to focus right now on trying to figure out what I want to do beat-wise. But I'm also coming up with, like, I'm trying to build a song. It's not just, oh, I'm going to write a song, it's going to be great. Like, I'm, I'm building this. This is an art piece for me. You know what I mean? This is a new art project. We, um, 
we should just sit here sometime, like when we're not when we're not doing the podcast. We should just sit here sometime and just produce a bunch of shit. Like just make sounds. Yeah. See what happens. Then we can go in like I have a mixer right there. And then I also want to like play around with like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Boards, pianos and all kinds of shit. If we can find access to that, somebody who has like something. Like, like I don't know. loops are a fine way to start off. Yeah. But, and that's fine because you can still make it your own in a way. I just don't care for YouTube beats. I've used uh, yeah, them before. That, yeah. Like my very first EP in July 2019 um, was had like I think there was a website called Freebeats.io. Everything on there was produced from that. I'm pretty sure. And a lot of people don't know. Like that's the first thing I released to the public, but I've been making music much longer, and I oh I never really relied on that, so I don't know why I did. And personally, I've been making music for a while. I don't put anything out because I'm working on my sound and working on what I like. That's what I so do. For, for the first song that I plan on putting out this year, I plan on putting the song before it ends. Yeah, before this year. Before no, before next year. Next year, I will. Oh, okay. Yeah. I plan on putting a song out next year at some point, and I want to like produce the beat all by myself. Yeah. I want to make the entire beat. It's more raw yeah. that way. I want something that, ah, uh, just fuck this 808. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. tired of this 808 bullshit. Fuck this 808. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Let's get back to the pots and pans. All right, let's fuck go. The let's rules figure this out. At this point, it doesn't have to sound like beautifully clean. I'm tired of this shit. I like, want it to sound raw. And the best part about it is, I there's artists, or most artists, make music long before they release anything. In 2016, I was like just fucking around with a little beat making app. So, yeah. and I would sing like with really crappy no editing or anything and i would maybe post it like to youtube and then immediately delete it after because i hate it so i've been making music four years but the first serious thing i put out was in 2019 yeah. and now I was, you have a fan base with like one, one i wouldn't call i would call it a fan base it's a fan base if you it's have anything small... over 100 followers that's a fan base yeah and i'm and you know what's funny people are greedy about that i'm proud of having a small amount i posted a message on instagram earlier just saying that I'm thankful for the small amount of people that stream because that's why I'm releasing the music. Yeah. One for me, but what's the point of working as hard as I do if no one appreciates it? I know, and it's such a nice thing, I'm sure, because like I, I dream of that shit. I dream of having a fan base. Because first of all, I don't talk to a lot of people anyways, but I, I think a lot and I always have thoughts and always I'm always creating new ways and things. So to have a fan base to follow along with that would be tight. And it's because that's feedback and those are people. It's like never been about streams. Yeah. Think of it this way. It's so much more rewarding. Yeah. I The shit I was releasing in 2016, wow, almost five years of doing this, I think I posted my first thing um, to some friggin' website that was probably sketchy as hell in like June of 2016, so soon it'll be five years, but I just went on there and did like some weird vocal melody with like a little hip-hop beat, and now <laughs> that I'm doing it a little more seriously, it's really rewarding to see like my spotify 2020 wrapped yeah and be like oh shit if i keep grinding stuff out and working every day like i have so far i could maybe take this somewhere even if it's not like lifelong career just something that's cool and i yeah. hope i hope this next project does well and it's not even a full album <laughs> it's just like five tracks but mm. i just want to so make really. my own shit i want to make my own beats i want to be with people that 
have the same type of vibe as me and have like the same feelings. Because I'm tired of being around this, these people that are just like in this, in this bullshit. I don't think anything is more important than the intro track to a project. And I, for my next project coming out, I produced the first track 100% myself um, with like one piano loop. And everything else, like I wanted the vocals to sound kind of raw and not really like shitty, but more like I just kind of did it. And I did. I made that within the span of three hours. And the rest of the project was made over the last few months. Um, I don't know. I just feel like finding a good intro is the best part. Like if you, I'm sure at some point in time you'll make an album. Maybe, probably. Yeah. Like, like, I, have, I have future plans. But it's, for me, it's more about like... Just getting music out. Yeah, getting music out, but also finding people. And oh, yeah, that too. Definitely. I'm working, I'm, I'm just looking for like new things. Just taking time. Like, we've both probably been making music a while, even if no one hears it. Yeah. When did you start? Like, just messing around with, like, little beats. <laughs> I call well, them little beats. I started making, like, I started playing instruments when I was five. I started playing drums when I was five, and then I had a shit ton of music equipment by the time I was, like, ten. And then when I was ten years old, actually, no, let me explain this. I got all of my music equipment from uh, foreclosure homes. Because me and my dad used to clean out foreclosure homes for banks. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a big thing that we did. Huh. We used to do all kinds of, like, it was like side homes, right? Side homes for days. And I would help my dad do it. My dad do all that stuff. Now we would find uh, music when we used to bring home pianos, keyboards, like all kinds of shit. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm starting to get all this, all these instruments and getting into music. But then I, okay, like, long story short, I sold that shit. Right? Oh, yeah. So, like, okay, we're starting over again. What do we need? What do we actually need this time? I'm just trying to figure out, like, alright, let me figure out how to get a bass here. Let's get a bass. Figure this out. So I'm at the beginning stages. I played of the music shit again. I played guitar. I'm not great. Um, I play a little bit of guitar for some songs. Um, and I, I started playing guitar at eight, and then I ended up dropping out of the lessons because for some reason in all my interests. And now I wish I hadn't. Because I probably could be making things even better if I knew how to play. Exactly. Instead, I just make sounds with it and it works. Yeah. Like there's something I made something a couple of weeks ago that sounds fine, but I really want to learn how to get better at that. And I can do lessons again, or I can just teach myself. You know, the best thing to do, the only way to become successful is to just be consistent. Consistency. That's it. For anything you do. Anything it doesn't matter what it is. Consistency. If you want to make dream happen, if you want to build something, consistency. Someone, a friend of mine, said to me earlier, "Aren't you worried that it hasn't picked up yet?" I'm like, "Nope," because there's plenty of artists that their first album, first couple of projects don't do great, and maybe it never will do great, but maybe it will. I don't. I'm not thinking about it. For the people that just listen to music. It's, it's a different headspace for them yeah. as it is for somebody who's like really deep into the shit. Definitely. And there's a lot of teenagers that are into this shit. It's so deep. From it ranges from fucking I don't know, like from thirteen and maybe even lower than that. Kids are into that. And it goes from like I'm not gonna put a specific age on it, but it goes all the way up. Anybody and everybody is listening to it. And it's 
it should mean something different to everyone. Right. It, you should leave things open for interpretation that you make. Always change your perspective. Yeah. Always try to figure out, okay, I, I want to take my music in a direction that like everybody can relate to because I've done this, the sad shit for so long Yeah, and it's in my name my my music name because I've only wanted to do the sad shit Not sad, but like the darker theme. I want like my newer stuff to have like to be a mixed bag of more upbeat things, too um, And I hope my followers don't see that as selling out but we'll just have to see. We'll have to see what happens. It's more about like, yo, know, okay, what do I want to make? What am I into right yeah. now? What do I, you know what I mean? So for me personally, though, it's like uh, I just want to make music that's like, okay, I can play this in the car with all my friends and fucking enjoy this music. I yeah. Make something everybody can enjoy. It doesn't have to be, regardless. So limited. Yeah. And I hate that if you so much as do something different, some people will say you're selling out. Like, I could release a fucking punk rock song and just do what I, I... I like being able to do what I want. And labels make that hard. Very, Very hard. Very difficult. Uh, a, a duo that I listened to just dropped their label. And now they're doing some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, like another thing, though, uh, that you don't realize when you're signing with a label, you're signing to a certain genre of music. Not, yeah. yeah you're and you're signing your life away. In some yeah. ways. Do you know what they do to certain pop stars? I don't, I've never signed a contract with Ridiculous. I've read just some, you know, rappers, and not just rappers alone, but I've like, heard of people's stories and fucking care. Like, I've, like, I don't listen to, like, K-pop or anything like that, but I know what they do to them. Yeah. They work them hours on end. I've seen them pass out on stage. They work these motherfuckers so hard, and it's, that's why I couldn't do it. I don't want to have someone breathing down my neck and saying, this is when you can and can't release. Because I'm not the most consistent with my releases anyways, but I don't like having that control over me in that way. Because I feel like it's not me. Also, I look at it this way, personally. Like, uh, being tied to a record label is like being in school and having a future reality all fucking day. Yeah. Like, why do you want that at 30 years old? Why the fuck <laughs> yeah. do you want that at 30? Why? I, I follow so many artists that are, like, maybe even a little bit bigger than me that do whatever they want because they have no label. And my friends make music and they don't have a label. They just do what they want. All right, you know what? Bottom line, fuck labels. Fuck labels. Is all I'm going But anyway, this is the end of, the end of this episode. That one got weird. That one got real. <laughs> it was real. It was that music. One. It was music-based, for sure. Dude, that's what that's probably the main direction of this podcast. It's music. And it's definitely it. music based. <laughs> and it's gonna be fashion based too. We're gonna talk about clothes and shit soon. Yo, if we get those two people we were talking about on here, it's gonna be fashion based. Yeah, we need a collection of people. I wanna start some shit. I wanna make this go somewhere. But uh yeah, this is the end of this episode. Thank you for listening and uh we're out.